Welcome to Brood Podcast. I'm Adonis. And I'm Bryce. Yeah, and welcome back, everyone. It's been a little while since we talked to you last, uh, but we're back. We're ready to provide another great episode. If it's your first time here, this is the podcast where we sip on coffee and have great conversations. Um, There's usually a third member of our our group, but she is not here today. No, Jennifer. So sorry for all of you uh, Jen stands out there. Uh, nothing Tears. to worry. <laughs> nothing to worry about. She's fine. Nothing. Nothing. She just couldn't make it this morning. We've we've had a, a time trying to figure out uh, a way for us to all be uh, available and able to record. So um, Bryce and I were like, you know what? Let's just let's just record an episode. The people have been waiting for it so long. Let's give them what they want. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> so here we are. Uh, so we're we're not gonna waste any more time. Uh, as you guys know, we always kick things off with a little bit of coffee talk. So that's what we're going to do right now. Um, so a couple weeks ago, I posted a picture on our Instagram. Um, and I was sort of uh, talking about this coffee that I had I, that I had just started to try. Uh, it's called the West Pole Blend from Cuvée Coffee. Um, and I promised a review. So I'm going to go ahead and just give a quick review of it for you guys. So... I think I've learned over the last uh, few weeks, we'll call it a few weeks, that I'm someone who needs to sit with the coffee for maybe three or four sessions before I think I'm I'm able to deliver a, a, an actual opinion on it. Because when I first tried this coffee, I was like, oh, it's okay. There's nothing, you know, it's nothing special, but it's okay. But by the time I got to the end of the bag, I was like, oh, man, I, I want more of this. Like, it's... It's super well-rounded. It's got a great taste to it. Um, I think anybody can enjoy it. It's a dark roast, but it's like an approachable dark roast. It's not overbearing. Um, on their website, they talk about how they don't they don't think that dark roast should just mean uh, like you're going to be tasting ash in a cup because, you know, I think dark roast has that. <laughs> they have that sort of stigma around That's them that they're just like, you know, super smoky and and just you know it's like getting a, a mouthful of ash and uh i i can definitely agree with him on that it's not it's you you're not getting that at all it's a very well-rounded very well-balanced coffee and i was just telling uh bryce and jen the other day that i th- i'm pretty sure that i'm gonna make it my new sort of foundation my new sort of base coffee my go-to coffee um because i'm i'm planning on starting to explore a little bit and getting into some of the more random more out there roasts but i'm gonna need something to sort of ground me again no pun intended um i'm gonna need something to sort of bring me back to baseline because if i get a super weird coffee that's like you know kiwi cactus i i'm not gonna be able to drink that every day so (laughs) i hope you get something kiwi cactus i want to try that um so it's coming highly recommended for me um i i definitely think this is a great coffee uh really tasty just really really well done so two thumbs up for me two enthusiastic thumbs up for me uh so the folks over at cuvee coffee you make a good dark roast it's called the west pole dark roast again if you guys want to see what it looks like you can head over to our instagram and check that out um but yeah i'm I'm super excited to to re-up on this and and sort of add it to my rotation beautiful yeah bryce what have you been sipping on over there uh so i have and i'm currently house sitting for some friends and they have all sorts of toys 
and they have a little mini espresso machine. They have a couple different grinders that uh, one's focused specifically for espresso. So they don't have to change the setting. And yes. Another one they can kind of change around. Um, they have they have a whole shebang. So I and they also roast their own beans. Oh wow! And so I have been digging into that while I'm house sitting and using their mini espresso machine. And it is what is it? It is a uh, mini Vivaldi two what it is if anyone cares to look that up and check it out i've been having a lot of fun with it i my most experience of using one of those is probably when i was working at the theater mm. and i don't remember anything about it like i remember that i used to make a ton of different drinks yeah. and but for some reason when i was looking at this machine like it's it's similar like there's nothing vastly different besides it's smaller okay but for some reason like it's like none of those memories existed. And I had like YouTube things and making sure like I wasn't like they show me their process yeah. and everything. And I understood it, but hands on, I hadn't done it. So it was kind of and just didn't remember anything. Gotcha. So it was, you know, scared of breaking someone else's toys. <laughs> and those things aren't cheap, but, uh, espresso makers in general. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I did figure it out. It was very easy once I nice. watched some videos nice. and made sure I didn't break anything. And so I, they have it set up so it's, um, so it's a double shot every time. So I made a double shot, and I've just been uh, drinking some cappuccinos, nice, uh, using the steamer and steam some milk. I am still learning how to do that properly. Yeah, I was gonna say that ta- that takes some, a while. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was watching some video. I was like, I just went in and I just started steaming it, yeah. and I was like, this. Now nah, there's got to be a process to yeah. this. I looked at the videos and I'm like, hey, if your bubbles are spider webby or spider eggy. You don't do that. You need to fix your cap. Yeah. And I was like, oh. And I looked at my cup, and it's just like, it looks like a nest of spider eggs. Yeah. I was like, oh. And this guy's video was just like, he had steamed. He started at the surface. Then he pushed it down just like a mm-hmm. like a little bit. And then he goes from side to side. And then he puts it all the way in and puts it to the side to create a whirlpool. And I kept trying it. And I was like, yeah. I couldn't do any of that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, worked at a, but, I worked at a cafe for a couple of months. And... It's definitely one of the more challenging things to get right. Like anybody can do. I mean, you can steam milk. You know, anybody can steam milk. But to get it to steam it correctly, it it takes practice, and yeah. that's really the only way to to learn how to do it is just to keep doing it. Yeah. So I felt really fortunate to be able to play with this stuff and uh, drinking a cappuccino right now, and nice. it is magical. Just it's a, a good couple mornings. Plain cappuccino, no flavors or anything yeah. in it. No. No syrups. No, just plain cappuccinos. All the flavor it needs. All the flavor it needs. <laughs> you said they roast their own beans. Are you using their roast? Their their roast or? Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a darker roast too. Gotcha. So it's it's perfect. Gotcha. I love it. Awesome. They actually just ordered a uh, new machine that uh, they're waiting. It's going to take a few months with all the new COVID regulations. Yeah. Around the world and stuff for shipping, but. Uh, I'm excited to come over when uh, they get that in because they they've been roasting kind of with own. I've put some pictures on the Brood Podcast Instagram uh, a while back, so you'll notice like a wooden frame and a grill and stuff like that was that's their setup that they're doing for roasting right now. Well, they're getting like an actual machine now, and it lets you measure the temperature of the beans while they're roasting, and mm. you can change it by degree and everything. Like you get complete manual control of the whole process, which is 
nuts and yeah. it's so fun watching him talk about it because he just like he is just like a little kid <laughs> and is, it's fantastic is he just a uh a coffee enthusiast or does he do this for work or like is he just someone no he just he's it? just a coffee enthusiast That's he awesome. just really loves coffee yeah. yeah they've been uh making their own coffee for i think he said like the last 10 or 12 years damn so yeah he's been some playing around with it for quite a while when you say when you say they making make all their own coffee they do they they roasting okay, roasting okay. their own coffee Let's sorry they, they, they a... import beans and <laughs> okay. then they roast yeah no they don't have any beans growing okay. in their backyard <laughs> i was gonna say i don't know if arizona is the climate for coffee but <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe it is and i just didn't know about it um but that's really cool i mean uh yeah you've we haven't been recording in person recently, so uh, you haven't been able to share these beans with with Jen or I quite yet. But I definitely mm-hmm. no, but I do have some. Yeah, yeah. definitely be down to uh, to try something. Uh, that's that's pretty much the fresh freshest you can get if it's being you know roasted at home. Yeah, I just got a new. They just gave me a new bag too of whole beans, so nice. I'll I'm gonna have to try and like drive around and drop some off to you guys because it's definitely worth worth trying out yeah for sure um speaking of which uh i uh talked about the kube coffee at the beginning i finished that and uh, as you guys know uh, bryce and i are both subscribed to the uh the drink trade coffee subscription program um where we pay a monthly subscription fee and they send us different uh types of coffee based on our preferences so uh, like I said, I have been drinking a lot of the darker roast. Uh, they have like categories, and of the um, the five coffees that I've gotten from them so far, um, every single one, other than the one that I have now, is a comforting, comforting and rich blend. Um, so I was like, you know what? Let me switch things up a little bit. I like the dark roast, but I, I'm kind of feeling something a little outside the box so i did some browsing on their website and i came across this uh coffee uh from methodical coffee um and it's their guatemala islama roast uh shout out to karen for help with that pronunciation um (laughs) needed some help with that and uh she she that was a journey trying to figure that that out (laughs) i think we spent a good hour or two just researching it But hey, I think I got it right. So let me know how I did. And any, any native Spanish speakers out there? Um, and it's uh, it's a chocolatey and sweet roast. Uh, so I was like, okay, that sounds a little more adventurous, but not super extreme. So I was like, okay, I'll try that one out because it's supposed to have tasting notes of chocolate, apple, and caramel. Um, so yeah, it's from Methodical Coffee. Uh, so I. Listen, guys, I, I'm I'm starting to realize that I need to stop judging things so generally, I guess. Because I in my head, I had the fact that I like dark roast and I don't ever need to go back to medium roast or light roast again. <laughs> and that's a, it's a problem. I find something that I enjoy and then I just stick to it and I, 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 I stop exploring. And so I'm, that's a character flaw, and I'm going to try to fix it. Um, but this is a perfect example of that because this coffee is fantastic. Um, it's got one of the best aromas that I think I've ever smelled. When I opened up the bag, I was actually, like, excited to to, to brew it and to try it and to actually taste it. So uh, it's it smells fantastic. Um, 
and it tastes fantastic. It's got a very interesting taste to it. Nothing super overpowering. I think it's a great sort of in-between coffee. So for people like me who like their dark roast and, you know, just like coffee to sort of taste like coffee. And then it's got these subtle hints of other like tart flavors or, you know, sweet flavors, but nothing overpowering. It still tastes like coffee. Uh, Bryce, I forget the name of the coffee exactly. But that one that you had us try that was like was like the, strawberry kiwi or something like that or the cherry limeade one. I was cherry just limeade, thinking about yeah. that one because I would say that's probably the most adventurous bag you've had. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And that's like one. That's... It was cola. It's cola, cherry limeade, and I forget what the third thing was. There was another third something like random, random yeah. thing in there. I still, it's still my one of my favorites. It's not my favorite anymore because I definitely have found some others, but I, I love it. Yeah, that my my palate was not ready for that, so I was like, <laughs> I've been drinking these super, you know, basic. I hate to use that word, but they are they're these super basic roast, and then I go to something that's super complex like that. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to go back over to my basic stuff. Um, so maybe we'll I, use the word comfortable. Maybe comfortable. comfortable there we go. Maybe okay. maybe that's better because okay. basic sounds like derogatory. It does. Yeah, it has like, like a, they're not bad. No, they're so. not comfortable. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, that's a good point. Let's use comforting. Um, so I went back over to my comforting side. And then, uh, but yeah, I think this methodical uh, coffee bean is like right in the middle. It's got... It's got a little bit for those who want to be adventurous, but it's got those those comforting elements to it. So it's a fantastic bag of coffee. Um, like I said at the beginning of the episode, I'm going to sit with it for a few days before I, I make an actual judgment call on it. But as of right now, I'm, I'm really, really, I'm really, really enjoying it. So um, I also wanted to uh, sort of do something different. I got two bags of this coffee, and I wanted to actually give one away to you guys. So uh, we're going to have our first official Brood Podcast giveaway. Um, Heck yeah. <laughs> so you'll see this on the Instagram uh, hopefully very soon. Um, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to have you guys post a, a selfie of you with a cup of coffee and just uh, use the hashtag brew it for the gram and tag us in it tag brood podcast in it and then we'll do a random drawing from anyone who who submits one of those selfies and you'll get the coffee i kind of want to do this relatively soon so again make sure you're keeping an eye on our instagram if you want to uh give this methodical coffee a try and uh we'll we'll figure it out and we'll get it sent off to you i'll, I'll have a much more uh detailed post when i actually make the announcement so uh just be on the lookout for that but uh yeah i thought this would be a fun way to sort of Show our appreciation for you guys, and uh, if you're not one of the uh, those experimental people and you're afraid to pull the trigger on some of these uh, adventurous roasts, this will be a perfect way for you to try it at no cost to you. So, Absolutely. Cool, cool, cool. I um, can't wait to enter it and get it for myself. <laughs> brew hosts <laughs> are exempt from the, uh, from the poll. Oh, man. <laughs> What are these shenanigans? <laughs> these are terrible rules. Otherwise, I would just enter it and then win it myself. <laughs> um, but yeah, so again, keep an eye on the IG for that, and we'll uh, we'll get that for you guys. But I think we should uh, go grab a refill, and then we can come back and get into some uh, conversation. Sound good? Yes, I need some more wonderful cappuccino. All right. We'll be right back, guys. Oh. 
all right guys welcome back uh like i said before we're gonna jump into uh, a conversation here uh We've been doing this whole free flow thing, so we figured that would just be the best way to go. Uh, getting you guys back into uh, the groove of, of Brood. It has been a while since you've had an episode. The brood so, groove. Yeah, we want to make sure it's a, an easy transition back. Um, so I guess let's just let's just start out with uh, what we've been doing, man. The last episode we posted was on July sixteenth, and it's uh, well into it's in it's well into <laughs> April uh, April August right now. April, whoa! <laughs> it's been like nine months since uh, we recorded. Yeah, you know, I'm a, I'm a time traveler. Secretly. COVID really <laughs> makes time fly. <laughs> it's well into August right now, so we've had at least a couple weeks off. Um, what have you been up to, man? Like you've had a, a pretty big trip in our hiatus. What have you been doing? Let the people know. Uh, yeah, so I went to the Northwest, uh, Pacific Northwest for about 10 days in Oregon and Washington. I miss that weather so much. It's absolutely beautiful. It was much cooler than Phoenix area of Arizona where it's, it was 115 degrees, like 110 plus for like two weeks straight. Mm-hmm. And I finally just had it and just flew up and visited a friend, a couple friends up in uh, Washington, Oregon. And it was 30 to 35 degrees cooler every day. Plus like the breeze from the coastline and everything was just magnificent. That was an absolutely beautiful trip. Uh, and nice. then what else have I been doing? Uh, I have started working on ambulance. Uh, his name is Mr. Tusk or Tusky bear. Uh, if anyone cares, <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, shout out to Joe and Kim for, uh, naming it a while back. <laughs> and, uh, Let's see. So yeah, I gutted that thing out and took it overnight camping to kind of get a feel for the space. So I'm getting a visual for how I want to build it out in the back because I'm going to be converting it and living in it and hopefully relocating to Washington by the end of the year. Um, Found out no more work for the rest of the year with my job. Mm. So all the time on my hands. Yeah. Uh, and kind of just figuring out next steps. Nice. So that's, oh, I've been writing a lot. Obviously, we've been, uh, Adonis and I kind of, we formed a writing group a little while back, about a month or so back, mm-hmm. and got a few more, a couple more people on board. So we've been writing quite a bit. And yeah, I'm sure I've been doing a lot of binging and music listening too, also. Nice. What have, uh, what have you been getting up to? Well, um, so. At the beginning of July, I, I started working again. I went back to work, um, and I am uh, I work at a movie theater. I think I've said that before. And uh, so normally my schedule is very very lopsided. Like my our our schedules basically run our week start on Friday, so Friday is like my Monday, and then uh, Thursday is like my the following Thursday is like my Friday. Um, so um, I have basically been uh working like a nine to five so it's been a little strange because i'm not used to that obviously i'm working a nine to five because we don't have any sort of uh customers right now we're just open and we're trying to get our building ready to reopen for the public whenever that actually happens so uh, it's been a little strange for me because i've been at the theater for going on nine years now and it's uh i've never had this kind of schedule before like (laughs) for the last nine years i've been working predominantly on weekends and you know getting a couple of random days off during the week so to have a nine to five is a strange feeling um so yes basically just been working readapting my schedule to my work schedule 
um, watching a lot of movies. I'm, I, I do another podcast where we review movies, so I've been sort of really diving into that. Um, and I don't think you've ever plugged that before. Why don't have you I not? Oh, before? it's uh, the movie <laughs> yeah, docs. I guess not. You know? yeah. <laughs> Follow us on uh, <laughs> Facebook and Instagram at the movie docs, or uh, we're also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I've been watching a lot of movies, uh, binging a lot of TV shows. My life has really, I, I know this sounds really lame compared to your stories of traveling and rebuilding an ambulance, but my, <laughs> my, my life has really gone back to what it used to be pre-quarantine. Like I've been working a lot and dedicating most of my free time to watching movies. But, you know, I, I did spice it up a little bit with that writing group that, that Bryce was just talking about. So, um yeah, it's been fun. Uh, it's a little tough because, you know, generally speaking, when you're at work, you're basically just working until your next, like, vacation. And right now with the state mm-hmm. of America, <laughs> who knows when that's going to be. Um, yeah. So uh, it's been a little difficult not having that sort of reprieve in my crosshairs. But I've just been taking it one day at a time. I'm very uh, – I feel very fortunate to have a job and, you know, to not have to worry about that kind of thing. But – um you know it's just been uh uh readapting i guess so nothing super exciting but uh lots of movies lots of writing some board games it's been a been a solid month beautiful i mean i know you love you love your comfort and your routine there's nothing yeah nothing terrible about no, that because no. you know it's because i'm a travels and make your life hey. any less spicy yeah. you're, you're always bringing up so many movies i need to watch mm. and that always gives it keeps my list super interesting that's for sure yeah and it's just like you know every life's not like a movie man like every every you know month doesn't always bring some new crazy adventure mm. unless unless you're you um but <laughs> unless you're me for the, for the normal people out there sometimes life is just you know nine to fives and weekends um but uh <laughs> Uh, we actually, so a couple days ago, I had, uh, one of my friends had um, mentioned to me uh, that I should check out this artist that I had never heard of before, uh, Phoebe Bridgers, and uh, they were like, I think you really like this song, so they recommended the song to me. I checked it out, and I was like, oh, this is really cool, and then I did a little bit of uh, of Googling, and I uh, found out that she had just dropped a new album and um oh i think it came out in june um but new ish um and so i listened to it and yeah i was i definitely liked it a lot and i was like oh you know we bryce jen and i have our group chat and we're always sharing things and recommendations and stuff like that so i had mentioned to them that they should check it out um because i was really sort of feeling it at 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 that time and uh bryce you said you had had a couple people recommend it to you but you were finally going to check it out um and you, yeah you I sort of fell in love with it forgotten yeah. <laughs> that yeah i fell in love with the album i had forgotten that she was an artist that got recommended to me i believe last year mm. uh, i don't know if it was her as an artist individually or if it was her duo group that she created with connor oberst mm. which um which is the um singer and the guy from bright eyes which is a big kind of uh emo folk indie folk Mm. band that's been around for a long time and uh and i love him and i love all of his work and all of his side groups and especially everything from bright eyes and i think that's why someone had recommended their duo group which is uh better oblivion community center i believe is what it was called 
and uh, I totally just spaced it. And then this, and then all of a sudden, I see this woman's name coming up all over Facebook, and you guys recommending it, and other people recommending it. And I was like, okay, I guess it's time I listened to her. So I listened, put on the new album, and I just fell in love. Mm. I've listened to it, I think, three or four times now in the past, like, 24, 48 hours. Damn. <laughs> so it's been fantastic. Yeah. her. Uh, I think a lot of people are starting to also get into her because I think one of her her music videos was just, like, number one on YouTube's trending page. Oh, yeah, really? So I think that sort of brought some exposure to it. But, yeah, it's super – I was a little – I don't know. We're not worried, but I I thought you might not like it because it does have a very slow, like melodic, like very. I don't know. Like it's just it's a slower type of music. I know what you're trying to say, yeah. but it's interesting because it, so um, Bright Eyes is a very similar, and some other indie mm. bands have some very similar stuff like that. But there's a lot of crescendos, or there's a lot of build up to sure. things, and yeah. lots of. Uh, different paces but this is not the type of slow melodic that i dislike so i okay. know you and jen recommend quite a bit of i consider those more vibey music like those there's like slow and a vibey sense mm. which is a super vague word that i still haven't figured <laughs> out how to describe precisely yeah but um but those are things you just kind of like trance out to this is a slow like melancholy like melodic beautiful it's just this is something that, like <laughs> that just seeps in and you just have to listen to it and it's just you become a part of it and it's just it's beautiful yeah no i and i agree and that's why i think i think you have very specific taste and you have very you have things that you like and you can latch on to it you have things that are just like what were you thinking why would you recommend this trash to me um so <laughs> so i will continue because i can't figure it out personally so i will just continue to recommend <laughs> recommend things it's that funny I like because that it. that works with the music that works with like movies and yeah, books yeah. like we're always we're you and me are always at such odds yeah. which was so crazy because when we each said our favorite song off the album we have the, the same, same favorite song yeah. and that never ever happens because yeah. we've we've agreed on like our love for a certain album like Actually, I think only one album before we've kind of agreed on one, mm-hmm. which is Lord's Melodrama. Mm-hmm. But I think we had completely different types of songs we loved off of it. Yeah. This is the first time like we've ever agreed on like everything. Yeah, no. So yeah, that was a so strange it's... feeling. Um but uh <laughs> yeah, so it's a I, I like it a lot. It's a... when I was listening to it, like it I was reminded of a lot of other artists. So I definitely felt like there was uh some I got like Florence vibes in a couple of the songs. I got like Lord vibes in a couple of the songs. So I was like, you know, this is just a very well-rounded album. And uh, I love, I love personally, it's a sound that I love. And what I think another part of it that I really like is that it's a, it's a, it's a project where it's lyrically, like you said, melancholy. It's, that's a great word. Cause it's got some dark lyrics on it and it's also got some fun lyrics on it. And I think, mm-hmm. I think with a lot of artists, their voices, they try to to pitch their voices or make them seem strange, just to, strange is a bad word, but they, they try to, to differentiate, differentiate themselves based on their voice. And I think her voice is just a really solid voice. And I don't, I didn't feel like she felt the need to sort of do anything weird to it, to set herself apart. Like I felt like it was more mm-hmm. about the production um her voice which is really good but it's not you know it's not anything it's not remarkable i guess like you're not gonna be like or her voice sounds 
you wouldn't i don't know i don't know exactly what i'm trying to say but it's not like a lord where you could pick her voice out of a lineup or even like a florence yeah. where you could pick her voice out of a lineup um it's just a very soothing very nice voice but it's more it's and i feel like she felt like i can be more creative within the other aspects of the of the music process like with the production like with the lyrics um and that get that gives it that experimental vibe and i think you know i think that's that was my favorite yeah. part about it was that it was just so different but not because her voice is different like she didn't rely on some sort of gimmick around her voice to try to to try to separate herself from the other artists she relied on yeah she knows her voice yeah. and her style exactly. and she used all of the other technical aspects to for sure strengthen that for sure so yeah no she's absolutely beautiful when i listen to her, her music and um and dove into her lyrics and everything like everything is definitely very it, when i first listened to the album it just i immediately thought this is like a great melancholy with like um what was the, i i said it to a friend i wish i kind of remember i'm sure i have it written somewhere but it's like a great melancholy with like um an everlasting hope like hmm. embedded in the, it's like the music has a hope to it and like this, this desire for there to be a bright side and for there to be a, a um, just grand positivity, but it's just so heavily contradicted by the sadness hmm. or she's, uh, she's swallowed. She's in the sadness and, but trying to see the positivity and it's, it's just interesting how her lyrics are just very dark and very poetic mm-hmm. and just very sad. And then, but then that music kind of plays with it and then has like a happy connotation to it, a happy contradiction. It's very, it's so polarizing and it's powerful and it just grabs me every single song. Every song I was kind of like, you know, I I like this. I kind of like this. I like where this is going. And then by the end of the song, like I'm in, I love this song. (laughs) And there was, I think there's one or two songs. I was like, okay, what what are we getting at with this one? But then like 20 seconds in, I'm like, why did I even doubt this? (laughs) Why? What was I thinking? Yeah, No, it's got, because her lyrics are just so powerful. She's such a great writer. Yeah, no, she's, it's, it's great. And you can tell that there's actually skill there and you can tell that, you know, I'm, excited to see what else she comes out with i haven't listened to her first studio album yet so i'm definitely gonna add that to my list um and then you said there she has some collaboration projects with colin oberst right yeah so uh yeah with connor oberst and so her first her first album i started diving into this morning uh i got about i think a third of the way through it Mm. And it's very it is very similar to her new album. Her new album really just sounds like a a mature, the sound is a much more mature version. The lyrics are still powerful and they're still very well written and very uh moving. Uh but her sound just sounds more mature. It's just kind of like she took her first album and took everything that was great about it and solidified it and strengthened it even more, mm. which is is such a beautiful thing. I love that. And uh, then she has her collaboration with Connor Oberst in the band I mentioned earlier, and which came out last year. And apparently she's part of multiple other collaborations. And once her first album came out, I was reading up on her this morning, mm. and uh, she, everyone in the indie world wants her. And so like she's been like featured on a bunch of, with a bunch of artists, and she's been helping write with other artists, and other artists are wanting on her projects. And she's just, um, and like you were mentioning earlier, she was like number one on one of her music videos, mm-hmm. what number one on YouTube yeah. for a little bit there. Yep. So, I mean, that just goes to show that after her first album, just from a couple of years ago, she's just a powerful 
force inside of that world right now for sure which is so cool yeah no i love it it just seems very pure it seems like she's she's herself um there's nothing gimmicky or or you know anything like that about her music and i think authenticity in music is one of the most important things and she just feels very authentic Mm -hmm. and very genuine so definitely uh she sounds like she's got a couple new fans in Bryce and myself, so uh, absolutely <laughs> can't wait to get more into her music. Um, and she's got like a, it's like it's definitely like an indie vibe to it, but some of the songs have a very folky vibe. And I, I'm a person who loves folk music just in general, so um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited to to explore more and see if I can pull out a couple more folk gems yeah. from her, her. I was music. reading some descriptions. And uh, a couple people called her like emo folk or dark folk for some of her music, which was very interesting. (laughs) Dark folk just is. (laughs) Sounds intense. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so her new album is called Punisher. And it is uh, obviously you can stream it on Spotify or wherever else you stream your music. It's everywhere. So uh, make sure you guys check it out. And uh, yeah, let us know what you think. Broodcombos at gmail.com. Uh, speaking of folk music, I just want to throw a little bit of a shout out because I am someone who has consistently, that consistently, it's not because that's not true. I used to really enjoy, how do I want to say this? I enjoyed, <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed a couple of Taylor Swift's projects. And then there was a couple mm-hmm. in the middle there that I was like, no. And then she just dropped a surprise album recently, an album called Folklore. And it is fantastic. So it's totally different than anything she's ever done. It's got a very, to use a word that Bryce used, very vibey, very mellow, very sort of just mm-hmm. get lost in the music sort of vibe to it. Um, and if you if you listen to it, you can enjoy it because it's a, a very vibey, very mellow album. But if you focus on the lyrics, she's actually telling a story throughout the the course of the album so if you want to focus on it for the music you can do that and enjoy it and if you want to get a little more into it you can listen to it and focus on the lyrics and she's always been a great writer i think that's something that set her apart um but yeah i as someone who has had a very mixed relationship with taylor swift i can say that this is definitely a project that i would recommend i think it's fantastic and uh yeah and it's just something that Again, you can listen to for the music or you can listen to for the lyrics. So I think everyone should check that out as well. Yeah, I need to give it another at least one or two more re-listens. I listened to it once and I've only listened to it once. Uh, And that I definitely just tranced out. It's just like you said, mellow and vibey. Mm -hmm. And it's just I got lost in how just soft and comforting it was. I think I was listening to it when I was on uh, Amtrak train. I was going between Washington, Oregon. I was just listening to it and just, you know, straight up movie, <laughs> indie movie style, looking out the window, yeah. <laughs> doing my whole, doing my whole thing. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, uh, and it was, it was great. Uh, and I definitely need to, every now and then the lyrics would kind of pop out at me and I'd hear a couple lines and I'd be like, wow, holy crap. Yeah. And so I definitely need to go back. So you're, you're definitely right. Dive into that guys. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, she's actually, before we close that out, I, she's got a song on there called exile with, uh, justin vernon of bon Iver, and it's it's definitely made its way onto my my favorites playlist uh just because i love bon Iver so much and i i i love justin vernon's voice so much and it's such a contrast to hers so like when he he starts the song and it's like you've been listening to her voice 
for the entire album and then you get this very distinct voice that comes in and it just breaks it up perfectly and it's a a great uh a collaboration between those two um and he's like one of my favorite artists like i said so i will always listen to any music that he's a part of this is part this is the part where we uh we polarize uh, oh yeah because no. i'm not a fan of him <laughs> oh, yeah that's fine you know he's got I a, understand. he's got a very specific style and i know a lot of people don't yeah. don't rock with it but yeah i i i love that that's show. funny because i feel like a lot of people do and i'm just one of like the few that just can't <laughs> yeah dive into it. i try though i do try i know he's not he's not oh, an artist no. like I, I love him but i don't try to push him on people if you if you listen to him yeah. and you can't vibe with it then I'm not going to be like, oh, well, try this song or try this. No, it's like, no. If you don't like him, then you're probably <laughs> not going to like him. Uh, but, yeah, I've yeah, he's he's great to me. I Definitely music that I like to listen to in a dark room with my headphones and just I feel like it's an experience. His uh, Their album Blood Bank is just incredible. Oh, so good. Anyway, I digress. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna talk about something else other than than music this episode i promise maybe not um (laughs) i mean i could i could i can drive us into something else uh i did finish black sales finally so we don't have to dive into it too much maybe we'll have a special yeah mini just all about black sales because i've got a lot (laughs) got a lot to talk about on that show but i did finish that and i and just in love with that show. I even I bought it before I even finished it because I loved it so much and I didn't care where the ending was going to go because I could just rewatch <laughs> the rest of it instead, yeah. which I don't do. That's not something that yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm huge on doing. I need the whole thing to be good if I'm going to buy it. But the whole thing did end up being great. Yeah. And uh, I'm so happy with that purchase. And nice. Adonis nice. had asked me a few questions. Yeah, he asked yeah. me a couple things. And we started talking about the characters yeah. and we definitely had very very different opinions very on it, but different it made me think opinions. a lot yeah. <laughs> and i kind of i wrote like a one-page essay on <laughs> on uh on the characters and the yeah. ending and uh, i'm gonna go tweak it up a bit and yeah, yeah. i look forward so, to reading I have a it lot yes of- <laughs> <laughs> we had, yeah, our 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 opinions on the a couple of the characters at the end and how their stories ended was almost exactly opposite of what the other one thought. So, yeah, it made though. me dive into like myself a lot because I was looking at the opinions and the difference, and it it just I mean it says a lot. Like anytime you dive into characters mm. or or a powerful show, um, and it just, I mean the whole point is to introspect, oh, yeah. to see yeah. why you think a certain way and. Things. So it just it made me think. Uh, it kind of brought to light some deeper thoughts I haven't, I don't bring to surface a lot, and kind of made me think on those quite a bit. Okay, which put me into a spell for a few days. Oh man, so it was a little <laughs> intense. But uh, oh jeez, that's yeah, that's how you know a, a show can uh, is is good oh, yeah. if it can uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> cause that. That's pretty intense. Um, yeah. Man, oh, that, that's good. I'm glad you liked it. It's a it's a it's a great show. It's four seasons, and I feel like it's uh they they knew where they were going at the beginning, and they got there, and they didn't. There's not a lot of fluff, I guess. Um, no, it's it's telling its story, yeah. and that's what it's about, it's, which is what's great about yeah, it. They didn't feel the need to because there's draw definitely it a lot of times forever. where I could tell where a show would normally draw something mm-hmm. out, or there were times when they were there was a situation or an event occurring. I'm like, Oh great. Like occasionally I don't need this event to last like a half a season or a whole season. And this is probably what's going to happen. 
And then the event completely concludes itself in one episode, mm. but it's not rushed. It do, it doesn't feel rushed at all, and it's it's the way they write is so beautiful. Anyway, this is not the mini set about <laughs> black sales. I meant to just say a quick thing and. Uh, <laughs> No, talk about other shows. It's a great but. show, yeah, and it's you know I think in contrast <laughs> to Black Sails because Black Sails is, is a show that does not get a lot of of respect. Uh, you you'd be hard pressed to find it on anybody's like top ten best shows of all time. You'd probably be hard pressed to find it on anybody's top one hundred shows of all time. And I don't know if that's just because yeah. people didn't watch it. Um, because I can't for the life of me. It's it's got great writing. It it's got great performances, and it's. I just respect the fact that it's only four seasons, you know, and they didn't draw yeah. it out like like a show like Vikings, which I loved at the beginning, but I think they're in their like seventh or eighth season right now. Yeah. And it's just like, I, you know, it's a great show, but that's just, it's so yeah. much. People <laughs> like, keep telling me, if you love Black Sails, you're going to love Vikings. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I think you're wrong because <laughs> how long is Vikings? <laughs> like, I think you're incorrect. Yeah, it's a very long show and it just keeps, and I, I'm pretty sure it's it's still continuing. And I think that the reason for that is because it's a popular show and people like it. And obviously the network isn't going to be like, all right, you know, you're done because people are still watching it. So I think that's a huge reason too is the network it's on because what's what's Vikings on? What's uh, now it's on his, the History uh, Channel. Route. Yeah, it started on. Okay. Um, it didn't start on the History Channel, but now it's on the History Channel. Was it BBC? It wasn't a no. BBC show. It started on another okay. like uh, it wasn't a cable channel. It wasn't like a Showtime or a uh, HBO. Okay. It started somewhere else, but yeah. Yeah, because the only thing I could think of why Black Sails doesn't get watched a lot is just because uh, one, I just don't like. There's no pirate craze going on right now. That's fair. But also, um, it's on Stars, and I personally like haven't. I couldn't name Stars shows to you. I couldn't. I it's not something I've had a subscription to in the past. So, like, the reason I got Stars was to watch it, and it because Stars was like on some super deal for a couple months. Mm. So I, I don't know if that if Stars has anything to do with it. Uh, I don't. I've never heard positive or good thing or positive or negative things about stars but i don't hear anything about shows on it so yeah, their big show is that show know. uh that that uh, it's called power it's 50 cents show that everybody oh that's a star that's show a star okay show, i yeah. actually didn't know that was a star show yeah that's that's okay, yeah, I know what yeah, that one is. that's one of their they're probably their biggest show for sure yeah yeah well hopefully more people watch black sales yeah. do it we want to talk to you about it right in yeah. give me your essays <laughs> <laughs> Um, but speaking of shows, there's a lot. There's a couple of really good TV shows coming up that I'm that I've got some interest in. Love Lovecraft Country yes. comes out in a couple weeks, and I'm super excited oh, for I'm that. I'm so excited uh, for that. That looks super super interesting. And give me all of it. <laughs> apparently, it's been getting really really good reviews right now um, from the people who have seen it already. And then there's another show. I think it's coming to HBO Max. And it's called uh, Raised by Wolves. It's got like a sci-fi. Uh, after we finish this, brush, you gotta check out the trailer because it's got like a sci-fi okay. vibe to it. But it like it looks super weird, and it's got it's like tribal. Huh. Yeah, I never heard of it. Yeah, it's it looks really cool. Um, and it also comes out I think September third. I want to say. Um, okay. So yeah, definitely, definitely check that out. And yeah, it is. It's it's an HBO Max original. Um, so yeah, I think there's just a couple of right now in quarantine, you know, 
the quarantine states of America, we are watching a lot more TV. Quarantine states <laughs> of America. I love we it. We are uh, <laughs> watching a lot more uh, shows, streaming a lot more, binging a lot more, yeah. watching a lot more, you know, movies and stuff like that. So it seems like these, these, uh, services have no shortage of content to give us mm-hmm. so it's one positive Which thing that's awesome. come out of this yeah for sure yeah um i can tell you i've though, also been oh go, oh, go ahead. ahead i was gonna say i could tell you right now there's a movie that came out uh last night called uh the tax collector and <laughs> please for the love of god do not <laughs> waste your hard-earned money or your 96 <laughs> minutes watching that travesty of a film it is terrible okay it is the worst I'm, I, you know what? I'm glad that I was able to take the hit for you guys because, <laughs> listen to me, don't watch it. If you watch it, you're gonna be like, Adonis warned me. He told me not to watch it. And <laughs> yes, it's just, just don't. It, it cost me. It's seven dollars. So and I'll never is get it back. Shia LaBeouf that disappointed you, or the whole thing? It's the whole it, thing. Shia LaBeouf, because he doesn't usually disappoint. No, no, he's great, and he's the draw. And I, I feel like that is, it's mismarketing, and they knew that people were gonna want to see it because of Shia LaBeouf, and they made this big thing about him getting his entire chest tattooed for the role and like he actually did that because Shia LaBeouf uh, he's he's method as fuck you know he's always gonna go above and beyond for the role even in a garbage movie um but it's just he's he's a main character quote-unquote but he's not the main character and he's not in it enough for me to have anything good to say about his performance like it's it was solid but he's just like a waste of a character it's like you you took this actor who's a great performer and you gave him dog shit to work with and he was able to spin it into something that's watchable but he's not on screen enough for it to be for it to make up for where the movie lapses it's a terrible movie and Cast is just a bunch of unknowns, and then him and George Lopez, right? Yeah, I think that's what basically. I was looking up. And yeah. there's like a surprise cameo at the end, but it's just terrible. It is just a terrible <laughs> film, and I feel oh. like David Ayer should retire. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully, Shia really loves those tattoos. Yeah, and I'm thinking maybe you don't even see the tattoos in the movie. Like he's in a suit the whole time. You don't even see what? the tattoo. So it's I, he took it for the posters and the promotional material. That's why he got the oh, chest tattoo is for the for the promo material. I'm hoping wow. that he just really wanted a chest tattoo and used this as an excuse to get one. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a very I was very disappointed to say the least. And maybe it's a good tax write off for the tattoo. <laughs> good. Yeah. yeah, I had to get it for work. <laughs> I said I'm gonna because you don't even see the tattoo in the movie. It's crazy. I don't get it. But anyway, uh, so that's my rant about the tax collector. Please don't watch it. <laughs> don't don't hand over your hard earned money for that nonsense. Um, but I'm I'm hopefully gonna watch a couple of movies today that'll that'll reset me. Um, yeah that that you shared a trailer with us the uh waiting for barbarians trailer um with robert pattinson is that actually, and, is that actually out yeah it came out yesterday available to watch? Yeah. oh i actually did not know that yeah. i just shared the trailer because it came up <laughs> what's it on uh you have to rent it it's an early access movie so you have to like rent it on like oh, uh amazon or we all know how i feel about <laughs> renting movies <laughs> let me know how that is though because i'm definitely very curious about that for sure yeah i will i will um yeah so and it's got a great cast and i'm super excited to watch it so i'll probably watch that today Mm -hmm. um and i have to rewatch lord of the rings for my uh, other podcast 
Oh yeah. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm super excited for it. <laughs> I'm debating uh, whether I go I'm, I'm debating cuz we're only we're reviewing the theatrical version, but I'm debating if I want to just, you know, spend the extra 50 minutes and watch the extended. Oh, I thought you guys were just going to I thought like at this point in time like the basic to watch is just the extended. I'm surprised you guys are just yeah. reviewing the theatrical. Well, we didn't want to force people to watch the extended version, and we we do uh, want people to sort of watch it with us. So we're like, okay. for the for the we'll we'll save the uh, non Lord of the Rings fans an hour of their day if they want to watch it with us. So yeah, I mean, you could save the non Lord of the Rings fans <laughs> by just telling them they don't need to watch it. Hey, it. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. It's not that. I'm not that against and it. it, it but. We we put a poll up on our on our social medias for my other podcast, and it 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 went up against Batman Begins, and it blew Batman Begins out of the water. That's so. because everyone just wants to hear you guys <laughs> talk against Jasmine. <laughs> hey, whatever the reason, um, it lost. So. <laughs> Even though I voted for Batman Begins just because I wanted to review that, but I'm I'm more than happy to watch uh, Lord of the Rings and discuss that. So it will force it will force some people to come up with valid reasons as to why they did not like certain yeah. things. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, back to the uh, somber feels. Sure, uh, yeah. I've been also finally getting to the third season of Dark. Mm. Uh, on Netflix, and it is not disappointing. I think I'm halfway through season three. I don't remember if it's supposed to be a final season. I think it was is supposed to yeah. be a final season. Everything I found about it and, said final season. So, yeah, which is great because the way it's written and the way these episodes are going, it introduces a whole new thing. Yeah, but the way they're writing it is a very conclusive final element. But it is a brand new element, so it's very interesting to see them like introduce something so new and that you need to know a lot of information about really fast without it feeling like an info dump or feeling like you're missing things. Hmm. Cause the only things I feel like I'm missing are just things, nuances I've forgotten. And this show is all about nuances. It's kind of one of those where it's definitely better to just binge through and just keep watching it at a steady pace mm. and go all the way through because I had to like watch recap videos to like get reminded of just the tiniest things that are very important to this. Um, so yeah, but it's, it's very good. I am excited to see how it all concludes. It's how very it exciting. All ends. And there are 10 episode seasons. Eight. Eight. Oh wow. So even shorter. So only 24 episodes. Even shorter. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that's used to be uh, one season for a show yeah. in, the, in the past. It used to be. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Now you can tell a whole story in 24 episodes. Who knew Who you didn't need all that filler? Knew. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole new world, people. We did. We knew you didn't need the filler. No, this is why I don't watch anime anymore. Anyway. Um, let's... Hey, anime is now 10 to 12 episodes a season. Sometimes it's 10 to 12 episodes a series. Tell that so to, tell that to One Piece and Naruto. Okay. Okay, those are old animes, first of all. Those are They're from the still old era. Going. <laughs> well, I'm yeah, sorry, the but they started in the old era. They started in the old eras. In a past era. It, Brand new animes are only like ten to twelve episode seasons. So you need to I I'm guess. gonna recommend you some things, okay? And I'm gonna make you oof, dive into anime oof. with me. I don't know. I don't know. There's so much other stuff to watch. Anyway, uh let's <laughs> Let's go grab another refill and we'll come back with some recommendations for you guys. So uh, stick around. We'll be right back. 
All right, guys, welcome back. We are here to bring you some recommendations in our Brewers Choice segment. So, like it says, we're just going to give you what we think you guys should watch, listen to, eat, something that you guys should check out based on our experiences with it. So, mm-hmm. um, Bryce, do you have one or you want me to go first? Go first. All I right. need to try to not list something that we already talked about, which we all know it's I'm tough. terrible at. It's tough. It's <laughs> tough. Um, so I am going to recommend uh, a show that I recently watched. Um, it's uh, on Apple TV. So I signed up for a free trial to Apple TV because I was browsing through it. And I was like, oh, there's a couple of shows on here that I'm kind of interested in. And uh, it's a show called uh, Defending Jacob. It's based on a novel. Um, and it's basically about a uh, a lawyer whose son is accused of murdering another uh, teenager. And he uh, basically has to go through all of the drama involved with that, like being able to be a lawyer, but not being able to represent his son because of the conflict of interest thing there. Um, and, and trying to get to the bottom of the case, like doing his own investigation and trying to do whatever he can to sort of clear his son's name. Um, it's a very good show, um, infuriating at times, not because of the quality of the show, but because of some things and some decisions that the characters make. Um, uh, stars uh, Captain America, Chris Evans, um, and he's playing as Captain America, <laughs> as Captain America, yeah. as Captain America. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, stars. Yeah, Chris Evans and uh, Jaden Martell plays his son, and. Uh, yeah, they they both have super solid performances, and it's it's fun to see Chris Evans because I feel like he did sort of get pigeonholed into that sort of uh to, to that role of being Captain America. So I'm glad to see him branching out and doing a purely dramatic um performance. Also has a, a J.K. Simmons as a, a very small part in the show, and he's probably one of my favorite parts about the show. One of my favorite characters for sure. Um, in terms of his performance, not in terms of his actual character. Um, but yeah, it's a really good show. If you like that sort of uh, mystery, drama, murder, uh, you know, kind of kind of content, definitely check it out. You can get a free um, trial to Apple TV, or uh, I think it's like five bucks a month otherwise. So uh, check it out. Nice. Yeah, every time I hear uh jk simmons i it just makes me want to watch whiplash so bad yeah and that is one i've been meaning to buy for so long and still have not for some dumb reason (laughs) so i need to do that but that is not my brewer's choice (laughs) i am actually going to recommend a piece of technology oh okay so uh yeah i figured we talked about music quite a bit and uh with all this time that we've had with this quarantine and everything, me and my buddy have been diving into uh, earphones mm. and headphones mm. and just uh, listening to music through them and reading a lot of reviews and just getting into it. We're kind of a, we're definitely a bit of audiophiles and we've had a little bit of money to kind of dive in and okay. check some products out. Okay. So I just got some earphones, some IEMs and ear monitors. The, the brand is B as in boy, L-O-N, so Blon, B-L-O-N, and they are in-ears, they wrap around your ear, and they are so nice to listen to. Um, when I first put them in and list, re-listened to a couple albums I'd already listened to, 
uh there's just the way it balances the sound like normally you have your stereo sound and sometimes the vocalist or instruments will kind of um you can hear them distinctly sometimes sometimes they'll bounce between mm. different uh, earpieces but with these everything is where it should be like it layers them it layers the sounds it creates a bit of a stage for you mm. uh and you can just hear things very it's just such a clean sound <laughs> is the best way to describe it okay. and for anyone who is even a little bit of an audiophile or you've always just wanted to see what people are talking about when they say, well, have you heard the song like this? Or if you just want to test it out, these were on sale, uh, like a really big sale. They were like kind of the, they were reviewed as kind of a top under $50 okay. budget brand. And I think we got them for about $27 oh, okay. or something like that each. And, um, but they were not only reviewed as top under 50, but they were a top sound. Like even if they were priced over that, the reviewers and critics like would have still bought them because they sound like a hundred dollar pair. Mm. Like they're just really nice. Uh, so again, they're blondes, B L O N. Just look them up. Maybe they're still on sale. Uh, they do ship out of, I think they ship out of China. So obviously, so it could take a month or so. I think it took us about three to four weeks to get ours. Jeez. Um, but it was, it was worth the wait. It was absolutely worth it. I use them all the time and they're very lightweight. You don't feel the weight at all. So yeah, I recommend those. Some technology for you guys. Nice, yeah, we don't get we don't get those often. Um, yeah, I'm definitely in the same boat as you. I'm, I'm definitely a person who uh, who appreciates a good pair of headphones. Um, I just I went on a kick <laughs> a couple years ago, and I my my headphone budget has been depleted for the next several years. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> unless one of my pairs breaks, knock on wood, because I love both the pairs of headphones. I have an in ear pair and I have an over the ear pair. Um, and yeah. I love them both. Um, so unless, and unless one of them breaks, I'm not going to spend any more money on headphones for a while. Um, but these are only 30 <laughs> bucks, man. Check them out. <laughs> uh, no, I, I love my, uh, in-ear, uh, I, well, actually I have two, two pairs of in-ear headphones because I want the pair that I have my like expensive pair aren't, uh, they're not mm -hmm. water resistant, so I can't work out in them. Um, mm -hmm. and so I, I, and I'm not going to you know, have sweat ruin a super expensive pair of headphones. So <laughs> I had to buy a waterproof pair. Um, so, um, yeah, no, I, I, as much as I would love to check them out, I, I don't think it's in the cards right now, but Hey, if one of mine breaks, I'll, I'll check them out for sure. Christmas is coming up. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually, I, I, I do. Cause both of my, well, all three of my pairs are wireless and that sort of uh, we've we talked about headphones a little bit, and that's sort of uh, uh, a standard that I need because I listen yeah. most of the time. I'm listening to music on my head um, on my phone, and uh, I'm sure all of, a lot of you guys out there know cell phones are heading into the direction of not having that um, that built-in headphone jack. So you'd have to buy like a separate dongle. Um, so like wireless headphones are a thing that that's pretty much required for most people who have uh, the, the popular phones. Um, so I am actually in the market for a, a nice pair of wired headphones just because you can't like Bluetooth sound is is great. It's it's, you know, gone leaps and bounds over the past few years, but you're never, ever going to beat that wired directly into mm -hmm. the source. You're never going to beat that quality of sound. So. No matter how good the Bluetooth is, it's never going to be as good as what a wired headphone could be. 
Um, mm-hmm. So I'm I might look into getting them. That that might be something that I look into for myself over Christmas. Is a is a really nice pair of wired headphones that I can use when I'm using my computer or things like that. Get you into uh, DAX as well and start getting you into the autofile business. Yeah, you know, because uh, you can have a really nice pair of headphones and it's going to sound amazing. But man, once you start listening to it with a DAC, <laughs> um, it's mm. Fair enough. Yeah, no, crisp, I, I love crisp. I love good sound, and I listen to my music very loud. So I'm probably going to be deaf in a few years anyway. So I need to get the most out of it right now. So <laughs> uh, we'll we'll get into that hopefully. Um, but yeah, that's that's gonna do it for our episode, guys. Thank you so very much for hanging out with us today. Uh, hopefully, next time we'll have a full cast and we'll have Jen on here, and she can let you guys know what she's been up to over the last several weeks but um mm-hmm. until then uh if you guys want to send us emails remember to write into brood convos at gmail.com that's b-r-e-w-e-d-c-o-n-v-o-s at gmail.com um and don't forget to keep an eye on our instagram page which is uh at brood podcast where you guys will be able to to enter in to win that bag of uh, methodical coffee that I mentioned at the top of the episode. And uh, Bryce, where else can they find us? Also on Facebook at Brood Podcast. And again, check that for the giveaway information as well. And also Twitter at Brood Convos. Check everything out, guys. And write in. We want to hear from you. Yeah. We want to hear what you've you've all been up to. I uh, want to hear your thoughts on anything we talked about. Listen to that Phoebe Bridgers album because oh, yeah. we love talking about it. Yeah, we spent a while on it, so make sure you guys check it yes. out. <laughs> but until next time, guys, my name is Adonis. And I'm Bryce. See you later. Bye. As you begin to develop and expand your skills and your talents and your vision of yourself, you will always be in control of your destiny. Brood Podcast is recorded in Chandler, Arizona. Our producers are Bryce Gonzalez, Jennifer Montez, and Adonis Ship. Our intro music is Easy, produced by CJ Beats. Our outro music is Destiny, produced by James Berkeley. Our social media managers are Bryce Gonzalez and Jennifer Montez. Our editor is Adonis Ship.